Ralph Nader has um, something that he talks about, the points of intersection uh, between like the right and the left. And that's the, um, the areas where we, th- where we agree. It's, uh, there's a possibility of, uh, of some kind of a, maybe some kind of compromise. Let me put it this way. Uh, we've got the 1% and we got the 99%. We've got the ultra-right wing um, Republican Party and we've got the right wing Democrat Party. And then we've got the people who are like centrist and tending towards leftist because they, they like a lot of socialized ideas like Medicare for all because they'd like to be able to afford to have medical care. You know, do a little thing. Uh, I'm on Medicare, and I wish you were. I, it's good, and we can we can improve Medicare at the same time we put everybody on it. We got to sell that um, to the Trump voter. Well, the Trump voter is somebody who's just mistaken. He's not a bad guy necessarily. You know, like. You know that guy, uh, Rafael Cruz, he calls himself Ted. Well, that clown, uh, I don't know anybody that I, in Texas that's as big of a jerk as him. I, I mean, I know a lot of people in the electorate. I know people that are, that are right-wing. I know people that are lifelong Republicans. There's plenty of them. I know people that are very Christian and all kind of stuff like that. And, and I get along fine with them. Uh, and they're not like Ted Cruz. I mean, people say, well, are they Catholics? Or, yeah, Catholics... Um, Catholics will like, um, you go to the Catholics wrecking yard and you don't have any money, but you know, we got this one tire and, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, here, just, yeah, I'll, you can have this tire. And, but no, that doesn't happen in, in one of those capitalist, uh, parking lots, but somebody that follows Jesus, see, Jesus would say, oh, give him a tire. What the heck? It's not even a very good one. You know, it's not much about, you know, we don't need that tire. And there's a lot of people that are like that. You know, they voted for Trump. And and, when the, and they supported Trump after he got in, which is different from, I mean, I didn't want the Wicked Witch, but I didn't want Trump either. As soon as he got in, I knew that he wasn't my kind of guy. Uh, the 99%, our problem is Wall Street. That's the enemy. And... You know, you don't need to be a fly on the wall. It'd be more fun to be a grenade on the floor. But you know what goes on in the boardroom. You know, Chevron, oh yeah, let's pollute the crap out of Ecuador and then lock their, get the little crooked judge and put their lawyer in prison and, well, not in prison, a house arrest, actually. I'm talking about Don Singer. It's It's an amazing, horrible story. Uh, but here is, uh, you know, this guy who, in order to not get the Wicked Witch, you got this guy who had the populist talk, but not the walk. 
And, you know, he appointed Mnuchin, who is like one of the nightmares of Wall Street. You could make a horror movie out of that. Uh, you know, with wrongful foreclosures, he was never uh, prosecuted for because he got like a little break from his pal, uh, you know, the first lady vice president. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kamala Harris, you're right. Uh, Kamala Harris didn't prosecute Mnuchin. Mnuchin gave money to Kamala Harris's campaign. And this is, remember, they're supposedly from the, the uh, you know, the Republican and Democratic parties. Well, they hate each other, hate each other, hate each other. But they hate the people a lot more than they hate each other and their donors. So the 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 Trump supporters, well, they they lost their house, you know, and uh, stuff like that, and the economy was terrible, and the economy was terrible because the one percent made it terrible, and then uh, they didn't want to vote for the wicked witch, so they voted for this Trump guy. And then they, I, I don't know how they got QAnon. He came along for the show. And he got QAnon, and from there we went to, uh, like, just utter madness. And the, and the whole Republican Party has just gone crazy. And meanwhile, they have, like, all these people that are, can call themselves conservatives, but they don't believe in any of this stuff. Not, I mean, no, not really. They just they want to hear something besides bad news. And they don't believe anything because everybody's been lying to them, except the independent media they don't even listen to. So what are you supposed to do? I mean, you can't expect them to vote for the Wicked Witch. You can't. They aren't going to do that. And, and she is definitely a major part of the problem, the whole neoliberalism thing, so there's nothing in that. So QAnon and all, and they all go crazy, and some of them go so crazy that they go down uh, to attack the legislature. Now, Congress has a... a I haven't checked the figures lately, but Congress's approval rating was 11%. I would suggest that the people that invaded the Capitol are not the only people that don't like Congress. You know, you won't. it won't be like the Monty Python thing, you know, where they say, don't like spam. No, we, we really don't like Congress. Because Congress is the 1% again. It's the enemy. It's our class enemy. People got to get this straight. It's not about race. Race is bogus. Race is nothing. I got a black dog. Somebody else has a white dog. It didn't make any difference. My dog is better than your dog. Of course, he's poquito. He's a, um, he's a pit bull, and he's beautiful, and he, can, he runs 18 miles an hour, and, um, you know, He's an expert licker of plates and many, many skills that he has. Um, but there are good white dogs, too. That's not what it's about. It's about social class. It's about whether you work for a living or whether you get it given to you, whether you get bailed out 
when hard times come or whether you get stepped on. And the, the people that invaded the Capitol were, well, some of them were not the ones that got stepped on, but the sympathy for it is there. And they wanted to get uh, McTurtle, you know. And now, I mean, really, if they would have taken McTurtle out and strung him up on their gallows, it looked like it would fall down. Uh, and put that um, noose with the knot tied wrong around his neck and tried to string him up. It's really not like a whole lot of people of the American public would miss McConnell if they somehow managed to do him in. Unfortunately, I guess they just they they did kill a couple people, but they were like one of them was a cop, and I don't know if I don't think he was like one of those headbeater cops. So that was not you know that wasn't too cool. Um. But as far as supporting, um, you know, as, as far as being mad about the American dream being taken away and about all these people losing their houses and everything like that, we got us a major point of intersection there. And so I'm going to suggest to people that, that have conservative, whatever, right-wing views that I'm not going to try and sit here and tell you I'm not a socialist because I'm a socialist. I've always been a socialist for since like 1970 so that's not going to change but i i would say we're really not as far apart as you might think i mean like you maybe don't like mexicans because you think that mexico is trying to like and invade us across the border and um and that's just a few poor people refugees from the uh, American uh, imperialism um, and they're not really they're not your enemies yeah I know we don't have enough jobs already we don't really need more people to come and want the jobs that we have now until we get our economy straightened out and we're not going to get our economy straightened out as long as we will let Wall Street run it and the politicians that work for the billionaires give Wall Street bailout, bailout, bailout and don't demand any work out of them. Uh, you know, because we, we, we can't afford the, those welfare queens. We can't carry them. We can't compete internationally uh, if we have that crummy of an economy. But as far as our uh, conservative friends, I mean, we we got to remember, you know, uh, you can go down to, like, the hardware store or something like that uh, here in Texas, and, uh, you know, and you'd think, well, you know, just some guy at the hardware store. and the, But they're... Uh, they have these right-wing views, and they listen to this terrible talk radio, and they think Fox News is okay. And uh, yeah, I know they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. But 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 never mind that. They're still just regular guys, like um, you know, um, 
they're yeah they voted for the wrong people and so on and so on like that but they're they're still the regular guys at the hardware store and the the, the guy who would like voted for all these things and believes this QAnon stuff like that. Well, you you go out and you know closing time and you you get out and you start trading. Your car won't start. That's the guy that's going to come and give you a jump start, because he's not a bad person. He just has these goofy, bad ideas that somebody has propagandized him with, and we just have to do a, a little. And you can't force this on people, of course, but. We have to do a little bit of deprogramming, and we some have to somehow bring these people back, and we got to get them to realize that there's a class that they're in, which is the workers, and there's a class that exploits us and screws us over, which is the ownership class, the one percent, and that the one percent has gone crazy with uh, starting salaries at Wall Street are like. 250000 a year or something like that. You can't afford what these people charge, what they're making. And so the result is, uh, you know, that we look at stuff that's made in America. Well, and these corporations are charging like twice the price for them that they would have to if it wasn't for all of this massive overhead of the 1%. And that is what we've got to get an end to. We can't fight our own people. We can't fight our brothers. Okay? We can't. We've got to somehow get together with them.